Hi, it's Janice here and today I want to talk about how to create certainty in your teaching even during those uncertain times. The question is this, how do music teachers like you and me find ideas, resources and the energy for teaching? How do we teach in such a way that inspires our students and inspires ourselves on keeping on going day after day? That's the question and in this podcast we give you the answers. My name is Janice Tuck and welcome Weekly Spark for Music Teachers. So first things first, Happy New Year. I hope no matter where you are and what you've been doing lately so far in 2022, you've had a fabulous start to the year so far in any way. So how did you celebrate the end of 2021? Well, most people I've been speaking to said that they had a quiet one this year. We did too. And I have to say it was one of the most pleasurable New Year's Eves I've ever had. It was right down my alley. I had a chance for a reflection. I was enjoying beautiful sunsets with my husband, Kevin, and we were having picnics together. Beautiful times. And now here we are approaching another teaching year ahead. And it already seems, well, if you look at the news, it's quite chaotic already. (laughs) I haven't really kept up with any of the news, but there seems to be a lot of changing rules. There's a lot of chaos, a lot of uncertainty again, and everyone seems to be a little bit disorientated. You know, not sure what it all means, not sure what the new rules are, not sure even if a school could be heading back or if they're going to stop in the middle of terms and so forth. So all these questions about how to do it this term come up. And so this episode is dedicated to setting yourself up for ultimate teaching success in 2022, no matter what, right? No matter what happens and how it happens, it's about creating that certainty in ourselves so that we can have that certainty in the classroom, you know, whether you're remote or in person, and certainly back into our lives as a result. So how do we create this certainty, this feeling like you can make it all happen despite what's happening around you, even if it's chaos? Because when you create that no matter what feeling, you can do the job to the best of your ability and you will do it. And you'll thrive because of it. So let's go back to a time that maybe has been uncertain for you in the past. Has been one for me, that's for sure. Have you ever had any uncertain times in your teaching before? You know, have you ever felt nervous about your teaching, teaching a class for the first time, for example? I know I have, and I'm sure it's not just me, is it? I remember having been asked to teach a whole other subject within a week or so, and it really knocked my certainty out of the ballpark. I felt completely unsure of what to do. I felt unsure of what order to do it in, what to teach if things didn't go right. I felt completely wrong about what I was teaching well. It threw me completely out of my comfort zone. See, on the outside, I looked like I'd take it in my stride, like I said yes, and I was confident, and I showed up to the classes, which was something in itself, I thought. (laughs) But on the inside, I really felt this unconfident with what I was doing. I really felt uncomfortable with what was going to happen next. I thought that my behaviour management of that class hardly existed. I wasn't really even aware of what they were up to in the class because I was concentrating so hard on on the new subject matter. And I felt physically, really, I felt physically unwell teaching it. I just felt like it wasn't my thing. And can you imagine how those inside emotions looked to the students when I was about to teach it? You know, I had this poor way I was holding myself, this poor physiology. I wasn't happy. I had this poor state of happiness. I looked poor. I was feeling unwell. I was taking days off because I was feeling unwell. And so guess what results you get when you feel like poor like that? You get it? (laughs) It's poor, right? So I was getting poor results. 
poor behaviors, poor standard in work, poor feelings and attitudes, and it was leaking into all areas of my life. So that's when I realized I had to make some changes and I had to do it quickly. But I couldn't necessarily do all the materials better for my next lesson. I had to learn to kind of relax. I had to learn to be happy. I had to learn to be myself a bit more and not take this thing too seriously. Yet I had to be in a position where I could actually teach something. I had to kind of reduce my standards, but not too much on how I'd usually teach a class, but I had to just be nice to myself. And I had to try to enjoy those new materials at the same time. You know, I had to show up. I had to be the best I could. And that's all I had to do. The question was, how was I going to show up? Because I didn't even know what I was doing. And that's when I realized I had to give myself a gift of more certainty. I could only give myself that gift. You know, sometimes there's times that you're not going to be certain, that things are going to change, that things aren't going to go right, that there's, there's going to be things you can't control. But the only person that can create that certainty, of course, is you. And that's a gift when you can give yourself that. So after much trial and error over many, many years, in fact, I reckon the next decade I was working on this and much learning over so many years, I developed a pattern that I now do daily to help me give me that certainty I need, even in the most uncertain times. So here's my strategy for how to get certainty for myself, even when there's uncertain times all around me. I call it my daily empowerment plan. And I find that I do six things six things or six options, I do them consistently. Number one is to get grateful. Focus only on the things that's going well, what you do have, all the things that have happened for you that didn't even cost you a cent and all the wonderful magic moments that you've recently created for yourself or that you've had way back in the past, right now, and even in the future. Number two is to move and talk to yourself. Okay, so let me explain what I mean here. What I mean is that you're doing some physical exercise together with some incantations. You can do any exercise you want. It's simple. You can do it in your clothes, simple running moves, or just about anything that moves your body just a little bit. And at the same time, what you do is you talk to yourself and you're saying empowering messages to yourself as you move. These are also called incantations. Asking yourself what you want to have happen for today or saying empowering statements like things like just showing up keeps the door open. The gift of health is keeping me alive. Everything's an opportunity. Everything flows to me when I'm feeling great. Everything's an opportunity. And because I'm a music teacher, well, I like to put that together with music as well. These are all examples of the incantations I say to myself before I do anything new, big, or just get myself feeling good with more certainty every single day. Number three, sometimes while I'm moving, mostly to music and I'm talking, I like to envision what I want for my day. I want to envision what I want for my week or my year ahead. I want to think about what I'm going to be doing during that day. How do I want it to see it going? What sort of things can I anticipate in the day? For example, are there going to be conversations that I'm going to be having that day that I can anticipate? I think through all of those interactions and think how I can best go through those. Number four is planning. I ask myself, what do I want? Why do I want it? What's my outcome? And how can I make it happen? And I also ask myself, what's the easiest way I can make it happen? And I write down a lot of how I can make it happen. <laughs> because I know there's a lot of ways you can get to the same destination, the same result, the same outcome. So I do this knowing that I don't always have to do everything on that list to get the result I want. And sometimes I don't write down many. Sometimes I just do a few things. And after all that, 
Well, if you're still feeling uncertain, I would say keep finding new steps. You know, the next ones for me is then I go on number five, schedule. You know, have you ever heard the phrase before that a plan is not a plan until you schedule it? Because an idea is just a thought and then it becomes real when you schedule it. And that's what you'll be doing in that time. And even if you don't end up doing it at that time, you'll be thinking it at least because you scheduled it. Number six for me is that I have an empowering list of things I can do throughout my day to help me continue to be happy, organized, feeling certain about what I'm doing. They include things like tracking, learning, mastering my art form. They're all types of empowerment for me. Of course, over the years, there were days I couldn't find the time to do all this or I didn't know what the next step was going to be before me. And sometimes I leave out some parts. Sometimes I leave out the movement part. Some days I leave out the incantations. Or sometimes I leave out some of the gratitude because I'm aware of the fact that variety is important to me and I've got them on my empowerment list and I left them out and I just noticed how my day went without them. And then I'm aware of how I feel. And if I'm negative about my day in any way or if I feel judgmental about some of the actions I took that day, I add them back in quickly for the next days and I see how that goes then. In general, the thing that developing an empowerment list like this meant for me was that I could become more self-aware and slowly developed less frustration for situations that I couldn't control anymore, like teaching a different subject or teaching with school closures. And I started being able to become more flexible in my approach because I had all these options in front of me as a result. And within that year of having to teach different subjects as part of my music teaching role, well, I was able to make a really important decision that year about what I really wanted for my career and for my life. And I was able to change my whole life for the better by the end of that teaching year. By starting a contract overseas, when the opportunity came up as, to be a full-time music teacher in that teaching role, well, I then carefully made sure that I wasn't teaching subjects that I didn't want to teach anymore. And I was able to negotiate that because of this whole experience. So now, do I get anxious before teaching new things? Do I get anxious before New Year's? Do I get anxious before new classes? Well, the answer is like everyone is yes. And does it still take a lot of thought? Does it still take a lot of time and energy and commitment to teach new ideas and teach new things at all? The answer is yes. But for me now, with this daily empowerment process in place, I know that no matter what I need to do, I can generate the certainty so that I can be the best I can be, no matter what comes my way that day. And I know no matter what I have to rise up to, whether it's school closures or having to navigate new technology, whatever it is, I'll be able to do it all at the best of my ability at that time. And if it doesn't work out, well, I would have learned something new, wouldn't I? And so I'm okay with that now because I did the best I could. And so I have a very positive linkage to my daily empowerment plan. I've built it up one at a time, making sure every step is so pleasurable and it's a very pleasurable time of my day. And I don't use that time to beat myself up and I try to forget a lot about the negative things that have happened that control our minds. And I just try to focus on all the rewards and all the positives in that time. Sometimes it can be difficult, but I do it. And making time for it is the first step. So my big question for you now is, well, how do you prepare for your days? How do you prepare for your months and years ahead? And how do you get certain about your teaching? What are some of the changes you're going to make to your daily routine that's going to pivot you into a very successful 2022? And most importantly, 
Schedule in time for some daily empowerment now so that you can give yourself that music teacher self-care that you deserve. Everybody deserves this. And if you've never done any of this before, perhaps just start with one. Just start with one that you can do, maybe doing a little bit of movement, some gratitude, an incantation, some visioning, whatever you're good at or whatever you feel that you could be good at. Start with that and just one tiny little minute of it. That's all you need to start. So I hope this has helped you in some way. Let me know what your favorite takeaways and experiences are. And I wish you all the certainty, all the success that you deserve as we head back for a teaching year of 2022. It's been great chatting with you again, and I look forward to chatting again next time on The Weekly Spark. So if you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast service. It helps us spread the word. Also, you can head over to funmusicco.com forward slash weekly teaching ideas, where you can join our mailing list and get free access to hundreds of fun music teaching ideas and resources for the classroom. So make sure you're subscribed and don't miss an episode. And I look forward to seeing you next time on the Weekly Spark for Music Teachers.